Ice Climber, it's only you and an ice hammer as you make your way to the top of the mountain. Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sam. I'm Sean. Yeah, I'm Joe. We got two N's in there. It's uh, Sean. I don't feel like you didn't want Joe to chime in. I didn't oh, I, want him. I, 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 <laughs> I, you know, I read you loud and clear. I forgot Sean. he was here. I forgot I he was, he was here. coming. Uh, Joe, unfortunately, is still satellite here. Uh, but I heard, from, I heard the Winter Olympics are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yes, they're great here, so... Okay, uh, and what a timely thing to go to the Winter Olympics for. Are you there for Ice Climber? Yeah, the uh, Ice Climber games are coming up. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, uh, it's Ice Climber 1985, another one of those 17 launch games. Uh, iconic now, but really only because of Smash Brothers. Again, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Smash Brothers, yeah, like, well, Duck Hunt, we kind of... We landed well, on the side yeah, that that right. was right. an iconic game still. Uh, Joe, for sure, that was like his <laughs> game of, 2018 game of the year. I think Joe's still Duck playing Hunt. it. I'm down to talk about Duck Hunt again this episode. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, welcoming back Sam here for a minute. Hey. Uh, and that was it. That was us yeah, welcoming back it. Sam. Now I'm back. Uh, but I do kind of want to get into Ice Climber uh, real fast before we go into first impressions. Uh, this is a Nintendo R&D 1 game. Uh, they're responsible for most of the NES launch games. It launched, and it, it was a big deal then, and it came out a couple different iterations and ports. It was part of the NES Classic series on Game Boy Advance and made its way into NES Remix. But I don't think any of this would have happened if, like, Smash Brothers didn't introduce Nana and Popo again. Uh, it, they, it's kind of... Um, well, I guess let's talk about that. Let's it's get certainly... our first impressions. <laughs> through well go, going back to just my conscious like understanding of it before smash i didn't know it existed i didn't mm -hmm. i when like they were announced for the game i'm like i don't know who they are i don't and know and when you say the game which smash brothers iteration are you referring to melee Okay, yeah, yeah, because I think that's, yeah, that is, like, the big surprise, and it's kind of like that for so many entries in Melee, too. Um, Roy is another one I think about, where well, it's, Roy, like... he debuted in Melee, Yeah, right? and it's, like, yeah. uh, what is this character? I mean, like, you might have seen Marth in an issue of Nintendo Power or something, but Roy was a reveal, and Fire Emblem as a series was never given any love outside there, but that's a whole other story. Uh, unfortunately, we might never talk about a Fire Emblem game. No, we can't uh, just go until we're 40 years the old. The NES man. games were Japanese only. Uh, no, no, they, Fire Emblem is an NES uh, series. Uh, I did not know. Yeah, very cool. Um, but okay, so let's get into first impressions again. Okay, my first impression of Ice Climber is uh, this is like like the whole like jump aspect. Like it was, it's a very jump first game. It's like proto Mario. But so you you had a platformer vibe at all, or it felt platformy. I mean, okay. it, it's yeah. it's definitely you're jumping on platforms in this game. Uh, I hated the game. Okay, um, I did not as like, a first impression. That's my first impression. Okay, yeah, I was. I mean, even before first impressions, I, I mean, I love Smash Bros, and so I was really excited to see where the ice climbers came from, and it was just not fun. It felt like it was like when I first got it and I beat the first level, I was thinking, is this 
this is it. This is, you just jump a little bit, and then you get to the top, and then the concept doesn't really evolve. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. And it's just harder to jump sometimes, and there's moving platforms, but you're still just jumping up, and it's just I don't know. I was really I was really disappointed just off the bat. And like, if the game is all about jumping, the jumping feels terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good jump. Uh, Joe. So, I mean, I, I was kind of on the uh, in-between with it. I thought it was moderately fun. I didn't think there was anything that made it great, but I didn't think there was anything that made it terrible either. So I, I think I'm, I'm the only one who didn't, uh, well, unless you have a different opinion, Mike. It was okay. The jumping was definitely the one of my first things, though. The jumping does not work very well. But that's the whole game, though. Uh, yeah, right. I, no, I agree. <laughs> but it's not. it wasn't game-breaking for me. It was just it got annoying every once in a while. There'd be like a thing mm. where I was like, eh, I should have landed on that. Right, I just want to chime in with uh, one initial impression that's a little different, is that I-, I thought the game was fun at first, and that I could get through the clunkiness of, of the controls. Like, I-, I felt the controls right away. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is unresponsive, and I'm not that fun. But I thought, like, okay, the concept's cool enough, like, maybe I can get through it. And by Mountain 4, I, I you know, that impression, that first impression was gone, and now my real impression of the game had formed. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So, since we're talking about the game, let's just go really quick into the objective. Anybody want to give this a stab? You're supposed to climb the ice to the top of the mountain where a, like... An aubergine. It's an aubergine? Yeah. A an giant eggplant. bird. Oh, uh, the condor. Okay, a condor oh, or a pterodactyl or just like, like an eagle has, steel, has stolen your eggplant or carrot or what have you. So wait, wait, it really is a condor? Yeah. That's perfect. So. Wow. That, yeah. is, that, is that a manual thing? Uh, it was I, I think Sam so. the thing. I, I think it is. Yeah, I, did, I did read the manual for every game that we that we played. That's wonderful. So, yeah. so we're gonna have to do a little manual section later. But uh, continue, Sean. So you're climbing the top of the mountain to get this eggplant uh, along the way. Along the way, you break ice blocks with your hammer, and uh, then there are these things that try to block you. There are many animals or puffy balls or uh, ice particulates that try to stop you on your way. And, you know, just real fast, talk about enemies. It kind of bugged me uh, that on the box there's that polar bear. I never got to that level where the yeah. polar bear shows yeah, up. So can I yeah. actually can I tell you my what I, my experience with that polar bear? Yes. I just I had forgotten that it was on the box. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of a background thing on the box. Or like I just didn't really notice it. Um and I was maybe I was playing I was playing car, uh, multiplayer and we were maybe on mountain 7 or something. And suddenly, out of nowhere, that polar bear in a speedo or whatever that thing is comes <laughs> running out. It comes running out like, faster than anything else. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but but it comes running out. It's taller and faster than anything else. Were you, it's kind were of you taking some time? What's that? I I, th- I think that the, the polar bear only comes out if you're like taking too long. I I, I don't. Maybe I'm really just like maybe I'm. It wrong just came out. Just we dodged it and it and it left and it was gone. We never saw it That's again. That's like the, the polar bear is like its way of saying like hurry up. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, wow. No, because, I, I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, um, where I wanted to go from there, though, because uh, I don't want to get too far into the game before we just start talking about the mountains themselves, and I feel like the difficulty spikes very quickly in this game yeah. um, to the point where it's super easy to get through Mountain 1. Like, there's almost very little obstacle in your way. Uh, you get a taste for the bonus game. And then uh, once you hit, like, Mountain 4, the platforming in the game is so tough where, like, you have to wait for the clouds to line up perfectly, yeah. Yeah, that's... and if you miss one jump, you're falling all the way down. There's and... a lot of precision jumping, and they don't really give you the tools to effectively do it. Yeah, like I had noticed that if I had my back in the, to the direction where I wanted to jump, I wouldn't jump as well, unless I was just imagining this. 
than if I was facing the direction I wanted to jump. Like if I was facing right and I wanted to jump left and you jump and kind of try and drift left, it works. It doesn't work as well as if you had already been facing. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. I, I noticed that in general, the the horizontal aspect of the jump was terrible. The, like the verticality yeah. of it was fine. It was like, you know, I jump and he jumps fast. I don't know why you move so slowly to the left and right when you move so quickly up and down. And you have to graze the platform that you want to land on to land on it. Like there are times where you feel like you're about to like land it. And then you kind of just like fall through and go back down. Right. You, you definitely to, like, clip through the corners of the, the platforms. platforms. Well, you know, actual mountain climbing is a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't draw too many parallels between actual mountain climbing in this game uh, because I don't, I, I don't know. Like, would you ever? Well, when you're actually climbing a mountain, the polar bears don't wear speedos. It's true. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So that was their creative, uh, their creative license. That was a very informative uh, yeah. answer. Also, they don't live on mountains, so just, there are no polar bears. Uh, but uh, since we're talking about the difficulty spike, did anybody like? Maybe they did anybody feel about like enemies not really like meaning that much? Like, I, I, the, the enemies really bugged me, just because I feel like at some points I could jump through them and it would and it would kill the enemies by jumping from underneath, like the birds that would fly Oh, by. being able to hit yeah. them with your hammer. Yeah. There's yeah. a little delay between. Yeah, if you, can, there's yeah, a delay if you, if between... you jump up at them. It's it's yeah. like you're smashing the bricks. So if you hit them, you hit them with your right. hammer. Yeah, I didn't realize until honestly way well into my playing of this game that you can hit B to just smash your yeah. hammer. Yeah, I was ignoring to one of the, the one jump. of the four buttons on. Well, that's the why you got to read the manual. Yeah, yeah, Joe, how, I Joe, I don't know how you could miss that. That's like a pretty important. But yeah. how, no, yeah. how were you it taking would, out the enemies? I was jumping up to them. I was. I thought wow. I could only jump up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I never thought to try pressing B, one of the yeah. two buttons. You made but... it into like a stealth game. <laughs> right. But uh, it didn't make it that much easier. It, you know, I, I never really felt like I needed to kill something that was on the same platform as me. I always wanted I mean, to kill there, things that are above points. me so I can get, get the to them. Uh, okay, so let's jump in. We talked about the mountains a little bit. Uh, let's talk about that bonus game, though, where you, all of a sudden the different vegetable of the week shows up and you just kind of have to collect them as fast as you can. Anybody got any thoughts on this besides the fact that the music is pretty awesome? It, it was I, pretty difficult. It was uh, pretty difficult to complete a bonus round, at least for me. I And I, I, and I kept getting uh, tempted by one. the vegetables. I don't think I did one bonus round. Uh, and it, the ice tripped me up because there's in the first levels anyway, I don't know about later on because I, I didn't make it that far but there's no ice in it like any of the first on like the regular part of the stage right and then you get to the top part and it's all these little small platforms with ice and you're not used to this friction and the jump is bad and so you just i fell off i think after my second jump every single time yeah mm -hmm. and it's very cool that they were able to program that like the like ice you know and like being slippery and stuff like that yeah. i actually wasn't expecting that but Sean was my witness. I did do a bonus game round. I did uh, touch the condor at the end, uh, which I guess is the point. What happened to the eggplant is beyond us. I guess he dropped them all. If you were competing against someone in like a, a race to get through it, if you beat the bonus stage, if you're beating the bonus stage and the other person is not, you're probably going to win because it's like I think it's like the easiest way to get points. Not yeah, the it is. Way, it it the is the easiest points. way to get points, but there's also uh, there's a lot of points for um, <laughs> there's a lot of points for the vegetables too as you keep going through the levels. Uh, right. Pumpkins was worth like I think like a thousand on um, Mountain Seven or something like that. Sean, you had something to say? I completely forgot. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you robbed him of a thought there. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want any free thinkers in, in this podcast. Absolutely, uh, but no. Can we talk about that music for a second? I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was some of the best NES music, music we've heard good. so yeah. far. 
Uh, I love too when when you do complete the bonus stage, since it doesn't seem like a lot of you guys are able to hear it. It's like, um, I mean, I'll just play it right now. It's like, that's really cool, it's jazzy, it's groovy, um, and it feels feels victorious, but I also just like the Ice Climber theme in general. Like, I thought that that was, like, a cool, like, it was, it had its own feel to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah it was jazzy, like you said. It's what, that's kind of what I got. It was, like, a very, like, It felt like all the parts soundtrack. of the game was there except for the gameplay. You know, the music was there, the visuals were there. Yeah. It just wasn't that fun. I do want to go back real quick to, like, um, just, like, the, again, the objective of the game we we basically said what the objective is like hey we want to go up and get your fruit or not your fruit your vegetables, your vegetables, I'm vegetables sorry. yeah um but in what world does that make any sense i mean like it seems to be like <laughs> yeah. based in reality in some regard but this this bird this condor that mm-hmm. steals your it your vegetables like, like what it sounds <laughs> like it's based off of like some ancient myth or yeah like that, you know? <laughs> i feel like, like that's way too much credit for that. <laughs> that or just like a bunch of really drugged out developers <laughs> yeah it definitely wasn't a wasn't a plot heavy game right yeah and um one thing i was going to mention is the two-player mode uh that joe was talking about there for a second i thought that was kind of cool because it makes it kind of co-op in a way, until you get to the top, and then all of a sudden it becomes like, oh, we have to like, you know, now you have to fight to get to the vegetables, right? So, yeah, and, and we played it. We played it kind of co-op at first because we were just both so bad at it initially, and then uh, after a while we kind of realized like we should probably be competing because it shows our scores at the end. I think it got a little more interesting when we were competing because because if you go up too high above your competitor, they disappear off the screen and lose a life. So it's kind of like a race at that point too. But the annoying thing about co-op, though, I played with my roommate, uh, who was not very good. I mean, I wasn't good, but she was also not very good. If you lose all your lives, they're just out. For the rest of the game. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that's you the just, case. Yeah, yeah, you just guys sit there. But that's kind of like when you're playing any other of the two-player game. games, yeah. and it's like, yeah, but, I mean, once you lose next... your lives, it's like, what do you do? You're just watching no, no, the no, guy. No, but like the next, at, ever, after the next level, like they're still out. No, no, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying, like, think about it like this, too. If you're playing with like your older brother who's really good at that game, right? Not Ice Climber specifically, but mm-hmm. uh, let's do uh, like a Kung Fu or something like that. When you're, you, If they're really good at the game, you have to watch them play a majority of the game, and then they might die, and then it's your turn to <laughs> go you have no idea what you're doing you die and then it's back to watching them for another like 10 15 minutes yeah well i I, yeah i thought that the the way that that works um with ice climbers is would only really work if you're both equally as good at the game so then like if i die i don't have to watch the other person too too much longer they're just trying to rack up as many points to try and beat my you know my score but if it's like one person significantly better than the other and like i lose all three lives and then they go on for the next 10 mountains kind of defeats the purpose of multiplayer because there's not much of a chance that i got a higher score than them yeah and sean and i sean got a little aggressive with me when we were playing and figured out very quickly that you want to get to the top faster than the other player and you don't necessarily because i i I think i just disagree with you um at a basic level of like your your idea of it being co-op in the beginning like this is not a co-op game like yeah it'll be faster because there are two uh two players hitting the bricks to get up so there there's just more surface area available and that that ends up sort of helping both of us but yeah i'm not trying to make a hole for you i'm trying to push you off those ledges uh any stray thoughts about ice climber before we move on 
Uh, one thing I noticed was that uh, you... So I think I got maybe to like Mountain 11 or 12 or something. Uh, maybe it was more than that. I don't remember. But then once I died, I realized that you can just choose any level. You don't have to. You don't have to earn it. You can just skip to the whatever the thirtieth mountain or yeah, thirtieth yeah, mountain. You, you just select whichever mountain you want from the beginning. So I thought yeah, that, that was, was interesting a, that there wasn't that, like a progression in, in that sense. That was something Sean just showed me uh, before this podcast. Actually, he was like, he was like, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter because we just go to any level. And I'm like, what, what do you mean we can go to any <laughs> level? Like, it felt like um, I don't know. That feels like a nice reward though, if you don't want to like have to play through it all, you know? Like, yeah. if, if you, think about thirty like, mountains is a lot. But also, right. like, you kind of don't want to play through it all. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but I did enjoy the taste. I enjoyed the taste of seeing what Mountain Thirty was. Right, yeah, yeah, And yeah. we were like, oh, thank goodness we didn't try to get. We this couldn't far. get off the ground right. floor. And, and I, I just think it's kind of weird on an NES game. Like, you don't see that very often because NES games were usually so much more punishing than like games now. It was weird that you didn't have to like. You didn't have to get really, really good at this game to ever get to Mountain 30. You could just start there. Right, okay. But it's kind of weird that they're not, like, unlocked or anything like that. I, I don't know. That's that's kind of odd. Well, uh, yeah. this might be a good segue to talk about the um, the Verse System version of Ice Climber, which was the, uh, you know, like, the arcade versions always had the, the Verse System, which kind of came out first in America, but they came after the Famicom versions. The Verse Ice Climber, the difference there is, is that you kind of, like, you choose a selection of mountains out of, I, th- I think it's like 48 this time instead of whatever, 30 or something like that. It might be 32 instead of 30. Uh, but you choose like a selection of eight, you clear those, and then you have to choose, like you choose another set of eight. But you get to kind of like, you get to kind of like choose. And I, I, I didn't get to see it because it's very hard to see these systems. But like, like that'd be kind of cool if it was like an overworld or something and you like chose a series of mountains or something like that. I'm not sure how it was done. It's probably just done through text. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that was like a neat little addition to like choose your set of mountains. Yeah, and then like you could try to pick the mountains that you think you'll do better on than than your opponent. I guess like you can uh, you could pick each uh, opposite one. Right, right. Yeah, a little bit of strategy to to beat the other guy. <laughs> So guys, I, I kind of want to know, uh, we had a lot of fun with that Duck Hunt and what would a modern Duck Hunt, what would Duck Hunt 2 on <laughs> Nintendo Switch look like? And I just think that would be a fun thing to kind of keep bringing back maybe. So Ice Climber hasn't gotten a sequel ever, probably mm-hmm. won't, but if it did, what what does that look like? I mean, the the easy way, like the the, the, the lame boring one would just be like open world ice climber and you're just trying to climb all these mountains that you're just in like a you're just in a mountain range i need to i i I know but i I see where you're going there and i was actually thinking like so i had two thoughts uh and sam i think one of them is gonna impede with yours but my first one was thinking super smash brothers melee had that level of ice climber where it was kind of like an event you know Mm -hmm. and it would just keep scrolling and you go through and that's like okay that's kind of a cool way to handle it but then when you started talking about like a progression or something i was like what if ice climber became like a metroidvania you know where it was like you're going through this mountain and you have to like get certain new power-ups to you know to get to new parts of the mountain and you know like you can you can kind of take on the mountain in different routes what if it but was also... the objective is to get to well, the top. Do you ever what play a like Steam World Dig or anything like yeah. that? You play that one mm-hmm. where you go like underground and you keep going right, down, right. And down, you, down, 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 as far as you can, and then you go back up. Yeah, and, I yep. mean that that might be a cool way of exploring it. And with, what if like, it was a uh, Metroidvania 
that was designed to be played in a co-op. So it is actually a co-op game this time. Um, and there are certain ways uh, or, like, puzzles in, like, the openings and you're not just digging or um, that you can only get through if, like, in a sort of like a... I know that Brothers, like, the new... The yeah, yeah, yeah Brothers, right. ...is designed to be played one player but with, like, two. But you can play that with two players. And you had to get through these puzzles by having these two characters cooperate in some way. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting uh, concept to explore. Yeah. I actually thought that uh, that this was going to be co-op because of Super Smash Brothers. So it's interesting because in Super Smash Brothers they work together, right? They're like a they're like a team. Yeah, of, they're they're a team. Right. Mm-hmm. So and so I thought of, they're kind of tied together. Yeah. Right. So it would be interesting if it was that kind of mechanic like two two players that are tied together in some way having to climb these these uh Mountains, I guess. Honestly, I'd kind of play this game. Yeah, a co-op, yeah. a co-op Metroidvania. Get to get to the top of the mountain. Like, there's no, there's no real like. I mean, there might be a boss or something like that down the line, but there's no real story. It's just kind of like you're the ice climber. Get to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. uh, as a team and use your you know newfound power ups. And it's like, doesn't matter how you get to. Like, I could say it's a cool speed running game. Like, doesn't no, matter how you get to the top of the mountain. It could even be like a roguelike or something where the mountain like generates like a like, spelunky. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it it'll um, it'll have different paths depending on what, what what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Procedurally, procedurally generated. Generated, yeah. Yeah. Procedurally, procedurally generated, generated mountain, mountain. yeah. Wow, so is, okay. this, is this 3D? Um, uh, I well, see it I think it's 2D. like 2.5. 2. Yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're not yeah. actually moving in, like, Z-space. Yeah, I think this could even work on, like, a 3DS level, kind of like how uh, the Metroid Samus Returns mm-hmm. went, where it was like, okay, this is, like, not too important, but we have the ability to make this, so let's right. put it out on 3DS. Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that, but I, I think this is a pretty cool game. <laughs> yeah. Ice Climber 2, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> is that what you're going to subtitle them all? No. Okay. no I hope not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't we call Duck Hunt Breath of the Wild, though? Duck Hunt 2, Breath of the Wild. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. I, think, I think that was thrown around at some point. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think it's time to move into the essential games list. All right, so it's the Essential Games list. I'm sure you know by now we're chilling in on, like, what is this, episode uh, f- Fridge? 15. I don't really know. I don't know. That was, I said Fridge for the record. Yeah. I just wanted to know that. <laughs> You're on episode 9. You should know by now. But basically, you got your PS4. You got your Nintendo Switch. You got your PS2 with Shadow of the Colossus on And you're like, oh, I want to get that PS4 version of Shadow of the Colossus. And it's like, wait a minute. Ice Climber on NES exists. Should I play that? Well, that's what the Essential Games list is here to tell you. Is it worth playing right now when you can play Shadow of the Colossus on PS4 instead? Uh, I, you know, I didn't see the similarity until right now, but yeah, you exactly. Climb. You climb. Yeah, you, you do climb. Yeah, and maybe that was part of the Ice Climbers modern version too. You just climb a Colossus instead of mountains. Right. Uh, it's just anyway, Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> anyway, let's kind of uh, go around for those of uh, again, if you're not acquainted, we do a vote here, and basically you need at least two to get into the essential games list because there's four of us. Sean, take us through essential games list. You should just play Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I I know that this this game has a lot of um, has a lot of importance in just the history of the NES, but. Uh, don't go back and play this unless you want a lesson in frustration between janky jump mechanics and hit detection and all that stuff. All right. Well said and shortly spoken. Joe? Yeah, so I, I definitely agree that the um, the jump mechanics and the hit detection were both, like, big flaws in this game. 
I don't I, I don't think I had as uh, as bad an experience as, as everyone else seemed to. I, I thought it was it was fun. I had a good time playing it, but definitely not essential. Uh, definitely not worth going out of the way to play. Uh yeah, no. Uh, I this one's this one's not. <laughs> uh, right. nah. It's just I, it looks good, it sounds good, but it's just not fun. I I don't know. I just it's not going on the list. But the jump, it's just is the main point of the game, and it's it's really hard and frustrating to jump, and it, it's just. I mean, we were talking about this before. I mean, Super Mario Brothers eclipses this so so much. But Mike was telling me uh, well, the, you, the yeah, main programmer, yeah, the yeah. main programmer for Super Mario Brothers is the programmer here on uh, Ice Climber. Yeah, and so that's just and, weird. And I also noticed the jump kind like it sounds a little bit like the Mario jump too. Right, it has bit. a little like boom, right. which well, I guess I, is like yeah. I, I've always thought that Super Mario Brothers obviously has like the best jump mechanics on you know Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers Three have great jump mechanics, but the actual just original Mario Brothers, which kind of looks a little bit like this game, jump mechanics I thought were kind of janky in that too. It's actually what this reminded me of. Are you skipping ahead, Joe? No, but I I, I well I, no, we're, we're talking about Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. That's ahead as well. Right, I think I think I understand what Joe's saying though, and actually, you bring up a great point that a similarity I didn't really notice is like the idea of you know hitting the blocks in Ice Climber and hitting the Koopas from below you by hitting the platforms mm-hmm. in Mario Brothers. They are kind of similar, yeah. and you are right. The Mario Brothers controls very much like the Donkey Kong controls too. Uh, yeah. It's a very tight system when it comes to the jump. I'm just so surprised that these games launch together, Ice Climber and Super Mario Brothers. But, you you know, you don't really, like, they're, they're two totally different games because, you know, forget the fact that Ice Climber is more arcadey. It's it's the jump. The mm-hmm. jump changes this game. And that's why I'm also a no on the Essential Games list here because the concept is pretty fun and simple. Get to the top of the mountain. I like the music, which is, like, you know, it's way ahead of its time, I think, in terms of, like, having an actual song to identify the Ice Climber as. But the gameplay, I I thought I was going to be able to get over it, couldn't, and it never made me want to go back because every time I was like, oh, I'm sure this game is good, let me play it again, and I go play it again and I immediately remember. Yeah. yeah, you jump once and all of a sudden it's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like someone release a ROM hack that fixes the jump. Like, so like going back to one of our earlier episodes, like when I was playing Clue Clue Land, like I, I had some nice things to say about that game, but while I was playing it, I'm just like, man, I can't. I can't wait until we get further into, like, the library of this system so there's just more to do because, I mean, it was – it's a very basic game. There, There is some depth to it, but you're really just going left, right, up, down. And then, fi- like, this is one of the first just, like, character-based action games that we've played, and there's a lot to do, but – the execution is just so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I was, so, honestly, I, I was really excited for this one. It just didn't. I, that's that's it. I was really excited. Uh, it just was not. Well, as, can I can I ask you guys fun. a question, just out of curiosity? If if the the jump mechanics and and the kind of clipping through walls were fixed, would you guys find this fun? This would be a totally different game. Yeah. Would, I would love this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, maybe. I mean, you're still just jumping, though. But right. I guess, yeah, there's still not much I to it. I think if the jump was better, it would also be easier to get through the mountains, and it would feel better, and I would want to continue to climb up those yeah. mountains. Right. When you get to Mountain 7, and you get game over, and you have to start back at the beginning, unless you do the mountain cheat, but even just like starting back at the beginning, it's like, I don't really want to climb these mountains exactly. again, knowing what I'm up against yeah. with right. my own but, controller. I, I think the important said, thing for me was, was playing two-player, 
because playing one player, it was very frustrating because I'm like, ah, I, like what's 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 the point of going through this and like having all this trouble and like, oh, it's not working in this way. But when I'm playing against someone else, we're both trying to overcome. It's almost like the bad controls are part of yeah, exactly. what makes so it more competitive. Yeah, would that be yeah, that's a, like, jank, a jank folder? Uh, it might be the jank folder. Like take a sip, <laughs> take a sip every time you uh, your partner you know like doesn't make it up to your level or something like that, and they get yeah. warped to you. It might go in the jank folder, but I don't know. It's it's not full jank, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So so it's not essential, and that's where we land off. The game is Ice Climber. It's a 1985 launch title, one of the 17 that launched with the system. And that's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for Kung Fu Asterisk, and be sure to play it yourself if you can. The asterisk was a joke. For more Nostalgia, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to check out NostalgiaCast.com. That's N-E-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-C-A-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-C-A-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-C-A-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-C-A-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-C-A-S-T-A-